4.36, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. It is a Wednesday afternoon, and we are less than a week away from the midterm results. Now, some are still going to vote on Election Day. All sorts of folks have taken part in this election season, the early voting. But we'll know, won't we? Tuesday evening, fingers are crossed. It sure looks like it is a a good situation involving, once again, common sense. Common sense. I mentioned to you a couple of moments ago, there's some of us who are routinely lumped into a group. Oh, Jeff Katz, he's he's a Jewish guy. You know, he's a Democrat. They're all Democrats. Eh, Pretty offensive, if you ask me, but okay, that's the way it goes. John Reed, oh, uh, he's a gay guy. You know, they're all Democrats. He's Latino, she's Asian, this one is this, and that one is, oh, you know, we can just put them in these little boxes. Then you go, well, wait a minute. Number one, this group identity politics nonsense is really thoroughly offensive. Number two, everybody you've just talked about that is that, that you describe either by skin color or faith or what have you, uh, they're all human beings. No, get a little preachy here because I I think everybody's created in the image of God. We're all human beings. We're all trying to live our life. We're all trying to pay our bills, raise our kids, keep our lawn mowed, whatever. Well, many of us are now standing up and saying, nope, sorry, not going to play along with that particular agenda. And there is a great group in Virginia, Libra, Virginia, Michael Monroy, I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly, the coalition's director is joining us. Michael, good afternoon. Jeff, it's good to be with you. The pleasure is mine. I I hope that I've uh, talked a little bit about what you're seeing at uh, Libra, Virginia, as as the Latino population says, hey, hang on a second, I got to pay bills and I'm not on board with this nonsense. Yeah, yeah, you, that's right. You know, uh, as you mentioned it, uh, Latinos, just like many groups, but Latinos in particular, since that's what we're focused on, they're not a monolithic group. You know, not, not every Latino thinks the same way. Uh, and uh, they've been a force to be reckoned with recently in Virginia politics. You know, uh, Governor Youngkin last year won over 50 percent of the Latino vote. Latinos in different districts across the country that uh, districts that have been represented by Democrats have started to flip those districts for, for Republicans. Uh, due to an increasing percentage of, of the Latino vote. And, you know, Latinos, just like most Americans, are, are, uh, are, not up, are upset with the economy. They're yeah. upset with inflation, They're the cost of groceries, gasoline, housing, er- everything, uh, everything for life has gone up, and Latinos are not happy. And once they learn that it's, it's, due, it's due to large government overspending, uh, you know, Latinos uh, wake up. They, they realize that. There's another option, and yep. uh, I think this year they're starting to vote for that change, that 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 next option. They're finally hearing that message of that that there's a better way. And Michael, we have uh, right here, right where we are, my friend. We have, I think, one of the the most important races. And if I'm looking at all of the uh, uh, the political analysts, they're now calling the seventh district, which has been represented just. Poorly, uh, I'll say that, uh, by Abigail Spamberger. She had promised everybody here that she would not be a rubber stamp for Nancy Pelosi. And she was right. She's two rubber stamps for Nancy Pelosi. And uh, that district, this new district, if I understand it, uh, 20%, is that right? 20% of the district now Latino, and it's been moved from lean Democrat to toss-up. 
And that's got to be because of the the incredible candidate, Yesli Vega. Yeah, so it's around 17%, uh, to be more exact. Okay. And that's a percentage of the, the district that keeps growing. The, the Latinos in, the, in, the, in that area keep growing every year. So I, I assume that will be bigger in, in, the, in the future years. But, uh, yeah, what, what's just interesting in that district is a 17% in growing uh, Latino population. And many register to vote. Uh, not, not everyone has voted in the past. But they're starting to, uh, you know, they're starting to be targeted by groups like Libre that, that talks about limited government, freedom-minded solutions, uh, at the doors, over the phones, uh, at festivals. Uh, we've been having nonstop conversations with thousands and thousands of Latino voters in the 7th District, you know, areas like uh, Prince William County. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people have been nodding their heads when we talk about the issues, the kitchen table issues, right, the, the economic yeah. issues. When we talk about education, everyone, everyone felt the pains of the pandemic, and especially for the Latino community that work in the hospitality, construction industries that, weren't the type of jobs they could do from home, people got hard hit. And on top of that, their kids had to stay at home and and do virtual education or have no education. And for Latino parents that work one or two or more jobs, they weren't able to sit next to their children. So the Latino children fell far behind. So, you know, we're talking about the economy. We're talking about solutions to inflation. We're talking about education. These also happen to be the same issues that uh, Yesley Vega is running on for Congress. And that's resonating with Latino voters. And on top of all that, not the main reason we've endorsed her but she does happen to be latina herself her parents are salvadorian mm-hmm. uh from el salvador and uh for the folks listening uh northern virginia dc maryland uh the whole hispanic community the the, the largest percentage of hispanics happen to be from el salvador right. so she happens to represent already a large uh, constituency and if she were to be elected she would actually be the first salvadorian american uh elected to the, to the congress in washington nationally and she'd be no the first Latina elected wow. from, from Virginia. So lots of interesting things, but most, most importantly, she's speaking to the issues right now that yeah. matters to Latino voters and to a lot of Virginians. Yeah, well, listen, I, you know, I'm thrilled that uh, Libre Virginia has uh, stepped out and endorsed her, Michael, and I'm, I'm thrilled that uh, you're reaching out to people who I, I've got to think in the past maybe have felt disaffected. I, I, I happen to be a Republican. I make no apologies about it, but I will, I will say clearly, I don't think the Republican Party has been particularly effective in the past at reaching out to everyone. You know, that, that's been a problem, and I'm hoping that that has, uh, that has changed. When you look at Yesley Vega and you look at her public service in law enforcement, you look at uh, her ideas on all of these issues, as you are not just endorsing her, but you're speaking to people in the uh, Latino community in that 7th district, what are, what are you hearing from those people? Not necessarily on the issues, but specifically about Yesley Vega. Yeah, I mean, first of all, they know her name. She's a, a, a local elected official already to begin with. And, yep. and what is the largest voting locality out of the seventh congressional district? So that, you know that's that's uh, positive for her. Uh, but I mean, people know that you know she's she's from the community. You know, she she's Latina. She she, she speaks Spanish. She can speak to to the issues. Some voters can identify with her from that perspective. Um, uh, and and secondly, you know, or thirdly rather, she you know she's a mother. You know, she's yes. raising kids. That's right. Uh, a, a military husband. Uh, uh, folks in that area. I mean, you're you're close to all the military. Well, not all, but, you know, the military bases in that area, yeah. right? So there's a lot of people that, that identify with her, not even just talking about policy. Uh, they, they, you know, she, she's, she's like them. She comes from the community. 
but again, most importantly, uh, when we talk to folks before we even say, well, we say Yesley Vega, but we, before we get into the issues, you know, they start telling us how hard it is right now, yes. uh, how the cost of living is so expensive, and that we have to do something because people are are struggling. They're eating less meat, less poultry, less mm-hmm. less this, less that, or or, or, or they're going into credit card debt. Uh, it's just uh, it's very heartbreaking um, that you know that that's the situation right now. But hopefully we can change we can change that uh, on election day. Uh, Michael, when we get to this point, the point that we've gotten to, where you have moms and dads because of the cost of living, because of this outrageous Biden inflation, when they when they've bought stuff to make lunches for their kids and they're standing there going, you know what? Uh, instead of uh, three pieces of lunch meat. I'm going to do two because it's going to make it last that much longer. I mean, that's that's where we are right now. It's unfortunate. I mean, uh, again, Latinos, we, we like our food. Uh, they cook very, very good food. And, uh, you know, uh, a, a hearty meal, a hearty diet creates mm-hmm. a more positive day to, yep. to go out and, and achieve your American dream, whatever that may be for you. Yeah. Um, so we need to do everything that we can to – bring down the cost of living, right, of, of food, of, of everything that I mentioned, gasoline. That's right. Uh, there's no reason for us to keep going in the, in the, in the wrong direction. Uh, we, we have to change the tide, and if we can do that with policy champions like Yesley Vega, uh, fantastic. If not, we have to keep pressing back and, and try to advance positive solutions, not only at the federal level, but in Richmond. And the, I think the Latino community is now a, uh, a strong voice, and they're going to make that voice more heard in, in Richmond, by our governor, by our state delegates, our state senators, and we're going to continue bringing that voice to, to Washington collectively with all the library chapters across the country that are doing the same work in communities all, all year round. Well, I'll tell you what, I, I, I'm thrilled that uh, your voice is being heard. For folks who are hearing this, maybe for the first time, going, man, I didn't realize, you know, I've heard I've heard John Reed talk about the uh, uh, the log cabin Republicans, and Jeff Katz talked about the Republican Jewish coalition, but Libre, I, I, I've never heard about it. I might be interested. Tell everybody how they can find out more. Yeah, you can visit our national website. Uh, that would be thelibreinitiative.com. And Libre is spelled L-I-B-R-E, Libre, thelibreinitiative.com. That's our our national website. Uh, In Virginia, you can follow our Facebook page where we post all our events, news, things that are happening across the state. Uh, That would be, you would have to search The Libre Initiative Virginia. Mm -hmm. Uh, Find that page, give it a like, start sharing and and, uh, inviting others. Uh, You don't have to be Hispanic, but uh, our of our reach is more resonates more with that community, but we can talk more about that. But and you can also follow us on Twitter, uh, okay. Libre Virginia at Libre Virginia. Follow our page again. We're, we're posting all the time about news happening at the national, state level, and in all the activities that we get involved in year round. We hope that uh, more people that are listening that are not in the Hispanic community still follow us to learn what's important, right? Mm-hmm. And what folks are saying It's very important to, he- to keep your ear on the ground. And then yeah. find ways that we can all work together at the end of the day to, to pass good policy, though, that'll make our lives it. better and, and the Commonwealth's future better. I love it. Listen, Michael, I appreciate you being here, and uh, I'd love to get you back. And uh, hopefully we'll uh, be able to speak after Tuesday about uh, the newly elected Yesley Vega representing the 7th District. Michael, I, I appreciate it, my friend. Michael is with uh, Libre, Virginia. 
And uh, if you'd like to learn more, you heard that, uh, thelibreinitiative.com, thelibreinitiative.com. 445, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA.